0: We them guys, let me bring you on the block. This the movie, Red Box, we don't like the red Sox Fire hydrants on blast when the town get hot. Drink tequila by the ounce at the hookah spot. If you ain't from here, you cannot survive here. But you with the crew, so you can come disguise here. Step up in our shoes, let us give you the news and tell you all the things that others who scared to. My city worldwide, so how can I fear you? We wasn't raised on a sick code, I'ma spare you is not a scene that you can compare to You might as well soak it all in while you here, dude Cause this is the birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun yeah. Couple more seconds and the show's begun I uh-uh. said, birthplace of rap, R.I.P. the pun yeah. Couple more seconds and the show's begun And that's from the Bronx with love, from the Bronx with Ayy. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with Ayy. Ayy. Bronx with love, from the Bronx with Ayy. Ayy. Bronx with love from
1: Welcome to From the Bronx with Love, a podcast where we explore pop culture, food, music, and as a bonus, random rants all done with a multicultural lens. We're your hosts, Karen and Dom. Welcome everyone to this lovely podcast and we're recording on a snowy day. How are you, Dom?
2: I'm loving it. I'm home. I'm watching iZombie again, whatever. I don't care. I have my obsessions and iZombie in the office are more. Or both of them. (laughs) Um, Having coffee. So it's like a good excuse. Not that I ever needed an excuse to stay home all day.
1: (laughs) I haven't watched iZombie, now that uh, you mentioned it again. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I'm not big on the zombie
2: thing. I hate it. And I'm Haitian. That's literally where zombies came from. (laughs) So, it came from Haitian folklore and I hate it so that's why right now I'm still like eh, should I watch it but that's the thing if I hate it and I love this show it's like definitely I don't know it's so good especially towards the final season it's like I don't know it's there's so much to talk about about it okay so but maybe yeah. I
1: will watch it after we finish recording this episode because mm-hmm. All your recommendations so far have been great. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it a try. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about starting Vanderpump Rules. (gasps) Yes, (laughs) (laughs) but not all the episodes are out
2: yet, right? No,
1: they're not. Okay, so uh,
2: I don't know. I'm like, but you would. I think I have it up because I'm crazy um i think there's like a good 10 episodes already up right now oh okay okay i can do 10 yeah yeah like you would be really you'd be kept
1: busy okay you know what show i was thinking about the other day as well Mm -hmm. uh i sugar queen right or queen sugar
2: queen sugar
1: okay sorry
2: yeah (laughs) I, um, I don't know. I haven't seen, like, much advertisement for that show, so. Yeah. I usually wait until it's on Hulu, to be honest, because watching it elsewhere, it's hard to find it elsewhere, like, all together. Like, they're, you know, you know. Yeah. You know. Wink, wink, NSA, CIA, stop listening to this part of the, (laughs) to the podcast. But, you know, the other sites, they don't have it sometimes all up together, And I also, like, really like my laptop, so I don't want to ruin it. (laughs) All right. Um, So I just, like, wait until they're all on Hulu. Um, And it takes forever. Because I think the season finale was, like, three or four months ago, and it's still not up on Hulu. Um, Queen Sugar is very good. I feel like I want to watch it all again.
1: Oh yeah, well, it would, it's a good show. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't hear much uh, people talk about it. That's the
2: thing. And it deserves to be watched more. Yeah, it absolutely does. Especially um, I think the third, um, the third season, Ava made a point to have all women directors. So every single episode was directed by a woman. Um, Nice. And she really reached out to women of color. So it was, was like, really nice um, to know that that was happening behind the scenes. But then you can see, like, a diversity in how it was directed Mm -hmm. with perspectives and things like that. Not that, like, when you're directing television, though, um, I feel like a lot of people don't know this. When you are a television director um you don't deviate that much um from like what the producer like the showrunner has already set out for the entire show right so yeah like you don't it's not like um on a film set and maybe you wrote the film and you're also directing it and you have a lot of creative license there's not that much in television but still with this um because this, this show is pretty cinematic, you can tell some differences. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I just know that I love it, and Hulu needs to hurry up, because season three, the mm-hmm. last episode, mm-hmm. aired on August 22nd.
2: Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was, like, more than four months ago. Yeah, and it's still not on Hulu. Come on, Hulu. What are you doing? Give me my shows seriously. Uh, I have to um, update. There are nine episodes of uh, Vanderpump Rules. Okay, nine. All right, that's still bingeable. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Which ones have you watched? Because oh, I know no. you cheated on me on <gasps> them. What? I I think I just finished watching the most recent one like two days ago. Oh my god! It's a full on affair it is I'm really gonna have a love child behind <laughs> your back <laughs> me and the entire cast and lisa <laughs> uh i need to get on that show yeah this this season's good it's good it's um i don't know they're just like they're growing up karen I'm saying this, like, they're all older than me, and I'm like, they're getting so big. But, like, you know how immature they Uh, are. Yeah, they were so messy (laughs) in the first season. Uh. So they're like, I don't know, a lot of them are doing adult things, and their drama seems more adult. I feel like
1: ever since both Toms decided to partner with Lisa on the Mm -hmm. bar thing, that mm-hmm. was a huge step like that's really like okay i'm i'm taking a major step in adulthood cuz owning a business or even being a partner in a business that's a big deal mm-hmm. like you have to grow up and you can't be your childish self anymore cuz you know your money is is there like it's your investment you have mm-hmm. to watch out for it so i feel like both tom's really like took a, an adult step Mm -hmm. And then slowly everyone else is also getting there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's so insane to think, like, I don't know, like, (laughs) the Toms have a – they have a restaurant. Can you believe that? Yeah. They have – like, they're not working. They're not like, oh, I got to, like, switch my shifts with so-and-so or like you know what I'm saying or they have to be like I gotta tell Lisa I have an audition for this thing like no they own a restaurant they're their own boss it's so mind boggling I'm like and that's a huge accomplishment for anyone it is but like they're like they're in their I think early 30s that's huge Mm -hmm. cause they literally went from like bartenders to restaurant owners Yep. I need to
1: partner with Lisa.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> LA needs well I was gonna say because we haven't done this before and we're I'm I think I'm going to plan a trip specifically for this, but we need like a Mexican vegan food tour in LA. Yeah. yeah. Karen's gonna be the arbiter of um authenticity. And I guess If none of them are authentic enough, then Karen's like, "Well, Lisa, we need authentic Mexican (laughs) (laughs) food that may or may not be vegan." There's gonna be variety. Yeah, (laughs) because I know that if if we make it like
1: all vegan, my dad will never never visit my restaurant. So, yeah, we need to have a special menu for uh,
2: yeah. people
1: that are similar to my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, speaking of being healthy and vegan food. Mm-hmm. So, I think I had mentioned this in previous episodes that my mom is moving to Mexico. Okay, mm-hmm. She's not just visiting. Like, before this episode, I purchased her one-way ticket to Mexico. Oh) <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I know. She's been here for, like, let's see, I would say about 25 years. Okay. And now she took the decision that she wanted to move there permanently. And I'm happy for her, you know? She's been in this country for so long, and obviously she never felt like it was her country. So now that my family has something stable back in Mexico, we're, we're okay. Like, if we all wanted to move there, I think we would be fine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my mom is the first one that's going. Mm-hmm. And I really, I'm, I'm excited for her, to be honest. It is exciting. Yeah, right now, she's just cleaning out everything. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine living here for so long? Like, all the stuff that you have. And so, she's going through her closet. And I'm also taking advantage of that to also organize the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting all my Tupperware ready <laughs> so that I can prepare my salads. So, yeah, I'm just taking care of the kitchen. That's like my responsibility. And I'm going to start moving in all my healthy stuff.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I had planned to uh, stop eating certain things at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. But I was like, you know what? My mom is still here. Let me enjoy her cooking mm-hmm. and just not worry about that. And that's what I've been doing. But in the actually March 3rd, that's when she leaves. And from there on, I'm going to be a little bit more consistent with the things that I eat and just meal prepping and my salads, all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what I. That's kind of like my next project, I guess.
2: Oh, wow. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. then we will really get you ready for the vegan food um, <laughs> food tour. Yeah. And speaking about
1: that, now I'm going to start asking you for recommendations on which food I should buy. Cause I know you're a pro at that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've actually gotten better. And I do want to give a big shout out to uh, Lauren Salon. Um, who she is, I think she's a trainer now. Um, She's also doing her third stint as a WBFF bikini pro model. Yeah, she's, like, really um, started, like, yeah, I would say last year. She started last year and really um, taken to, you know, bikini modeling and doing the, um, it's kind of like bodybuilding. Okay. You know, know, the... um, I'm terrible at describing these things, but I see them on Instagram I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. But it's kind of like a pageant. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's the bodybuilder. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it also looks like
1: that, like a pageant.
2: But Yeah, exactly. Um, so she's an excellent source. We're um, good friends, but she also has an Instagram. And um, she what was going to say... was gonna say something oh yeah and she is a great source too like on facebook um she has a couple of free um ebooks where she has her entire meal plans which i've done i think i did her five day it was completely free virtual um five day um reset challenge for the new year starting okay. January 1st and I did almost everything on her um, meal plan and ate like five well actually it was six times a day six small meals a day really saw a huge improvement so I would say like this year when we've been talking about food she's been the one um she's been helping me like basically model out how I'm gonna eat. Okay. Which is overwhelming when you buy a lot of healthy stuff and you're like, I don't know what to do with this and then it like rots in your fridge. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> she's been really instrumental in like breaking it down for you in a really like easy way. And it sounds it sounds like such a first world problem and stupid like, you don't know how to eat. But like <laughs> I yeah. You get what I'm saying though, I too. Yeah. Um and I mainly veganized what she's she's given me like substituted a lot of the protein with um legumes and um beans which are legumes but yeah so i would say she's a really good source for any of our listeners out there um and that's the only like it legit i want to say it legit took me I started, Karen was there. Karen was my before and after photographer, actually. Oh, yes. So I think I started um, spring of 2017, and it's now winter of 2019. So it's taken me, and it's still taking me two years to get to this point. So like, don't think you're going to go into it and you're like, I've mastered everything. Because like, <laughs> life literally gets in the way. Unless your life is like Lauren's where you are a literal, literal bikini model and like you are solely focused on um, fueling your body and working yeah. out and doing all these awesome workouts of freaking Equinox, which is amazing. Oh, um, yeah. In L.A. too. I'm like so jealous of her life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it like it gets hard and um, not impossible, though. It is. It's not impossible. It does get hard. So, like, I would say really be patient with yourself. And that is a lot coming from me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's also, you have to be very disciplined with it. Yeah. I feel like I am going to be better now that my mom is not going to be around. Because I feel like before she would cook, you know, her delicious Mexican food. And it was Mm -hmm. so hard for me to say no. Mm -hmm. And I And I am not the greatest cook, to be honest. So I think (laughs) that might work in my favor because I will start learning how to cook, but healthier things. Mm -hmm. So I think that might work in my favor. And since I do plan on integrating more like salmon and salads, so that Mm -hmm. might speed up the process of cooking.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, you know, when we have a lot more time on our hands, that cooking actually has been really fun for me. Not that I say it, like, I'm definitely not going to be, like, how our moms are. Like, I definitely know that's, like, a thing that's not happening. I'm not going to be like... I love, like, cooking a huge, like, meal from starting to 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. for my family because I oh, love my family. Like, I know I'm, that's not going to be me. I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be the person who's, like, if we're going to have a big meal, I'm hiring a chef because I'm not standing on my feet for six hours. No. That no is way. what it is. I this will is, never. No. This is the American dream. This <laughs> is what my parents emigrated for, is for me to then hire a chef to cook their own meals. <laughs> Those I'm like, goals. yeah, you're like this is my mom's recipe for rice and beans and glio do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll never be like that, but it is kind of therapeutic, especially when you're in that mindset. So a lot of it has to do with mindset. Um, and like when you're in the mindset, you're like, I'm going to get healthy and like you get healthy and then you cook for yourself and then you work out and you do like all these things for yourself mm-hmm. then that is like the therapeutic part because you're like you're you're really investing both your time obviously your money because yeah. you bought the groceries but you're investing your actual labor into this and that is really rewarding um when like because working out is like 20% of it. But like when you're really yes. really doing the nutrition and like it take like for me it took like a week and a half to really recalibrate like I don't know this is probably not real science it's just my mind science. But like I just basically <laughs> it took me a week and a half to really notice that my metabolism has gotten much quicker with the six meals because it was like six meals all really healthy, high protein, high fiber and you know me and abs. You cook yes. your abs in the kitchen. <laughs> Let's put that on a t-shirt. Cook your abs in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I I that's that's not something I made up though. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta credit Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just it's rewarding. Um it's rewarding, especially when you're really into it and you're like I'm gonna do this like you were saying like I'm not a I'm not the best cook either but like when it comes to these things I kind of really enjoy cooking them because of all the things that I explained is that I really like having my labor invested in this right and I like seeing my abs (laughs) (laughs) and i started doing
1: research as well i started looking at a lot of uh youtube videos as to like you know healthy snacks what can i use to replace the cookies or because you know i'm a big i have a big sweet tooth
2: it's the worst
1: so that is like one of the biggest challenges so Mm -hmm. i've been looking as to like how to substitute that um salt is not really an issue because I have cut down significantly on salt Mm -hmm. but I have been looking at quicker recipes for a lot of the things that I'm looking forward to eating and I'm
2: excited for it yeah yeah it's exciting (laughs) you
1: once I start getting into the flow of it which will be probably like until the end of of March I'll have Mm -hmm. like an idea as to how I set up my routine I guess Mm -hmm. i'll give you guys an update because yeah yeah i'm really excited for it i have a notebook where i've been writing down a lot of recipes so yes i can't wait
2: yeah (laughs) um i think i mentioned this to you like two years ago but beyonce has the 22 a day yeah 22 day vegan oh yeah because it takes 20 scientifically it takes 21 days to build a habit so if you want to build a habit, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's, like, something you may might want to look into. Yeah. Also, she said if you can – I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing um, because I knew I was going to be too lazy to do this. Um, it was like, right around my period, and there's that's – an, that's another thing. Like, <laughs> I, I don't mess around when I'm menstruating. It's not – there's no, like, oh, I'm having, like, you know, gluten-free – substitute chocolate brownie. No, no. I'm having a chocolate brownie. So that's the one time it's like a moratorium on my period. I'm eating everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's why I was like, I'm not even going to look into this. But um, Beyonce wants to like have more people be more health conscious and environmentally friendly, apparently. Uh-huh. And I guess that means being vegan, which... Mm, Interpersonally, That's great for your health. I don't think that's going to stop climate change. Um, no, there's, <laughs> there's still a lot. Even, like, if you're vegan, okay, fine. You're
1: not killing a cow or whatever. But there's mm-hmm. also a lot of issues behind the whole vegan thing. Because there's right. people that pick the lettuce and the fruits and everything. So that's, like, a whole other topic.
2: Who are literally exploited for that. Yes. Yeah. So anyway. (laughs) Right, exactly. So, like, it's, like, not as ethical as marketed. Exactly. Um, But either way, she really wants to convert people, and, like, if you're able to successfully become vegan, you get a lifetime, like, access to her concerts, and I'm like... I did hear about this and I can't remember if it was on
1: Bodega Boys or mm-hmm. on Chisme and Chill. I'm sorry. I can't remember because I'm mm-hmm. to a ton of podcasts, but mm-hmm. I do remember that they mentioned that. Yeah. So, but how, I don't know. It, it's kind of complicated though, because how will she know that you're truly vegan?
2: Well, I mean, Beyonce is stealth. Like, Beyonce obviously doesn't post that much except like her stunning selfies but <laughs> but like she's made a couple of references i remember watching cuz i'm i'm too poor to go to her concerts but people will post like things of her concerts on twitter and i'm like woo okay i'm live watching beyonce on twitter <laughs> and she'll like make references to like twitter jokes and i'm like all right so she's paying attention oh yeah I don't know. She probably has an entire team dedicated to social media. Yeah. I mean, it's Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, social media is probably her invention, and she just hasn't told us. (laughs) The only thing is that, how long will this contest
1: go for? Because she didn't, I don't know, I guess we would have to look into the rules of it, because... I know. Being, okay, what happens if this person, the winner, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Proves that they have been vegans, mm-hmm. but then once they get the Beyonce lifetime tickets,
2: <laughs> they shows up <laughs> with fried chicken. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> 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 oh. This will, I mean, to whoever is able to to you know pull this whole thing off, like they're set on Beyonce tickets. Mm-hmm. So you know. I'm cheering on for whoever wants to win this. See,
2: I was trying to cheer you on, but you're just passing off the baton. <laughs> <laughs> no, because
1: I I don't think I will ever be 100% vegan. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Like you said, when you're on your period, if you want that brownie, you will eat it. Mm-hmm. Okay, for me, if I'm on my period and I want that steak, I will eat it.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: yeah No. Let someone else get the Beyonce tickets.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then we'll just watch on Twitter. This is a perfect segue into
1: our main episode. Uh
0: huh. Oh yeah, this feels so, so good.
1: Our main episode just became eating healthy and taking care of yourself.
0: Yeah, but
2: like, I feel like... So I've been reading into, um, actually, I'm not that versed into this, but, like, you know, like, love languages, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that both of our love languages has to be food. I think you're right. Because, like, even though I literally said, like, what, 10 minutes is like I'm never showing my own love and affection through me cooking for people because that's not me I don't give that kind of love that's not my personal love like my love language where I'm like expressing that but if you want to show that you love me feed me um, that's <laughs> true yes. so I feel like yeah this is like the perfect segue because like I don't know a lot of our conversations and our like most passionate and liveliest and like you know our pupils dilate and, like, you know, our heart races. It's like when we're talking about food and, you know, Valentine's Day is going to be the day this episode releases, and that's all about romance and love languages and food.
1: Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate covered strawberries.
2: Do you like that? I love them. Oh, Wait, you don't? No, I'm not a big fan of strawberries. Did you know strawberries have more vitamin C in them than uh, lemons? Oh really? Yeah, they're really to yeah to me. Strawberries are super acidic. Oh well, I love them. Yeah, I don't. I do not like them. They're so like they make my teeth hurt.
1: Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Well, usually I eat them like that, you know, under under a moon or with chocolate Nutella. Mm-hmm. Nutella is a good one, but I know mm-hmm. you don't like
2: Nutella. Either. <laughs> <laughs> we have very differing love languages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I think about
1: valentines I think flowers chocolates and strawberries like those are the three main things that pop to my head what about you
2: I think of food I do think of chocolate I think of um music too Mm. yeah and I
1: (laughs) do you have uh let's say like a
2: Designated playlist that you put on on, on Valentine's Day? No, no, I. Okay. Have, <laughs> I <laughs> did not have a designated um, playlist, but I, I. don't know. I just feel like that's like such a good time to go listen to live music. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I feel like. Just like a small aside, my designated playlist it would be pretty dangerous because I would just end up dancing. (laughs) So
1: imagine that you put um, Shakira's La Tortura.
2: Yeah. He's not finishing. (laughs) That's kind of like,
1: well, it's not kind of, it is a love song, but it's not kind of like the ones that you slow dance to.
2: No, it is my kind of love song. It is (laughs) like, I am beautiful. I am queen. I know you think I'm gorgeous and your girlfriend's a basic. Come worship me by the window. That is your <laughs> song. song. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what I also think about for Valentine's
2: Day? Mm-hmm. Presents. Ah, uh, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Because that's <laughs> also my love language. I love to be gifted. Me too.
1: I love it. And I think that... The times that I haven't been in a relationship during Valentine's, that's mm-hmm. kind of like the thing that I miss. Getting mm-hmm. surprised with presents. But I also go out and buy my own presents. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, my uh, bank account is like, why is every day Valentine's Day with you? It's like, leave me alone. I just <laughs> really love myself. You know what? In the
1: past, I, I remember I was in this relationship where obviously life continues, not just because it's Valentine's Day, we're going to pause everything we're doing and spend the entire day with our significant other, right? Mm-hmm. And so this person would always tell me, oh, well, everyone is having a romantic dinner with their significant other. We're here working or in school or whatever. But I think, like, okay, sure, Valentine's Day is that one day where you get your loved one flowers or whatever it is that you choose. But that doesn't mean that you're only going to love them on that day or Mm -hmm. that it's the only day to show your love for them. And some people can't celebrate on the actual date, so they just have to reschedule it. Yeah. But I feel like it's not a big deal. No. No. And even if you're single, I, I don't know. I just like like I mentioned, go out there, treat yourself.
2: Yeah, I whatever. Like I'm gonna sound so annoying, but like 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 most holidays, it's literally it's marketing. It's marketing. It's it like is. it it's to feed the like consumerist machine of the you know Western hemisphere culture, mm-hmm. whatever. So, like, like you said, like, it has as much importance as you give to it. Um, and if you want to give the same level of importance of, like, romance and really just commemorate your love for one another, um... And, like, on, like, February 10th, as opposed to February 14th, it makes it no less, like, Valentine's Day. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. the meaning is no, no less. And I think it should extend to something that's, like, beyond just, like, something really amorous or romantic love. I think, like, if it's a celebration of love, there's so many different ways for you to express love. And I think sometimes... Um, not that, like, the, not that these are, like, one is better than the other because they're absolutely different, but, like, you can have the same intensity and intimacy in a friendship, mm-hmm. in a platonic friendship that you would have, like, with a partner. So, like, I think that should also be celebrated. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, yeah. Well, that's I'm, what...
1: That is what Marleni and I used to do. Mm-hmm. We would... Okay, so I, <laughs> I think you're not a fan of the, um, what is it called? What is this? And then now I forgot those books about vampires. Is it Twilight? Yes. <laughs> Why? How did I forget? I was such a fan back in the day. Yeah. But I, I think you don't like them, right?
2: Oh, I didn't like the books. Um, I the movies were ok. I did I loved the first book. I hated the second. And how many books are there now? There's, There's like four. four? Yeah, four. Okay, so I think I just only really loved the first one. Couldn't get past the second one, and I was done, <laughs> <laughs> ok. So I read all the books,
1: same as Marleni. And then mm-hmm. every time the movies came out, that was like our little Valentine's Day. We would go to co-op City either watch the movie first and then dinner or vice versa you know depending on when the movie aired mm-hmm. but that's that was like how we spend valentine's because we were both single ladies but we still wanted to go out and like you said just because she i wasn't dating her that didn't mean that i didn't love her because she's she's my friend right yeah And so it was perfect. Like, it was so cute, both of us together. It was so excited to watch the movie. And obviously we were Edward fans. (laughs) But it was, I think those were, like, the most memorable Valentine's Day celebrations.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. Because every time I was in a relationship, somehow we just didn't make it to Valentine's
2: Day. (laughs) Yeah, same here. I, like, I don't think I'm... I don't think I've ever spent one <laughs> Valentine's Day where I was like in a relationship or how like it's portrayed, um, you know. It's in just movies. like go, yeah, in movies, and just like mm, that's not that's not my reality. Um, I would say the most memorable memorable one I've had was the one that like I constantly talk about it was like my first time having edibles in New York City. It was a <laughs> it was like kind of a I don't know if it was a Valentine's Day, but it was a like, whatever, we're not playing into Valentine's Day. So we're just going to celebrate as friends together. Yeah. And it was like edibles and wine and catered food. And whew, wow.
1: <laughs> that sounds perfect. Like that, even if it was a Valentine's Day celebration or not, that's just mm-hmm. amazing.
2: Yeah. It was, it was, it was bliss. It was so blissful.
1: and obviously oh this year actually Mm -hmm. I am going to be in my parents flower shop like I've done so for the past three to four years Mm -hmm. so that's where I spend all of my day and I see guys coming in to buy flowers and they ask me for suggestions on balloons and all that stuff (laughs) And then at the end of the day I just take my cuz I help my parents you know being the cashier and taking care of customers. Mhm. And I haven't learned how to make arrangements yet so mm-hmm. whatever arrangement I experiment with I just end up taking that one home.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's what I do on Valentine's Day. And yeah.
2: Karen's like what customers what even is that concept the flowers are here for me to experiment with yes (laughs) do you have anything planned on? uh no i (laughs) i am going to be fasting Um, oh yeah because i have oral surgery the next day so that's right yeah so romantics (laughs) (laughs) yeah no not this year I went from edibles to, well, I'm I'm going to be stoned again. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I know uh, you're not a fan of uh, romantic comedies, right? Not, not at all. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite one to watch during... This time is that movie, um Valentine's Day. That's what it's called.
2: And those like, are my I hate those the most. I hate ensemble romantic comedies the most. I and it's so funny that you I feel like people would assume that I do, because I'm I love Mindy kaling so much. Yeah. Like, people are like, you are Mindy, and I'm like, I know. I need Mindy to know that I'm Mindy. <laughs> um uh so, and she's, like, very, I mean, we're similarly boy crazy, but we're not, I'm, like, on the opposite end of um, when it comes to, like, films and romantic comedies. I, like, I just, I, I don't like them. I think they're so, I don't know, they're, like, really boring to me and so, I just, I could just tell it's propaganda, I think. <laughs> I, I'm
1: I'm not gonna say that I love them. I just enjoy watching them. It's kind of one of those things where I can just watch and not really think about anything. Yeah. Um. So that's why one of my favorite ones is Valentine's Day. I think uh, Mm -hmm. George
2: Lopez, Sofia Vergara, all of them, all of them. They're all in there. Those are like what Love Actually is another movie. I will never watch i don't care how good it is how much of a christmas movie it is it's a good romantic christmas i don't care i don't care i don't care everyone's in it and i'm tired i hate these ensemble movies so much (laughs) because it's too many people it's like all top billing they have like you you know let's like brad let's put brad pitt george clooney angelina matt damon you know let's put Every single Viola Davis, it's like, let's put literally everyone who is in Hollywood or has been in Hollywood yeah. for 15 years in one single movie. And I'm like, I'm not doing this.
1: Yeah, that's basically Valentine's Day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this. But I do enjoy watching it. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I personally don't like it, but I can't, like, judge anyone for having, like, a guilty pleasure. We literally talked about Vanderpilt for 20 minutes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, those movies, obviously, don't spur any, like, feelings of, well, they only spur feelings of animosity within me. Um, But I would say, like, I don't know like I said, Valentine's Day is what you want it to be. Um, I am a huge proponent, especially, you know, with um, more and more, just like more and more things in society that is revealing itself to be like women empowered. And we really like, we really do, are starting to decenter men from like, Or, like, cis het men from, like, these narratives, which is really nice and really, really nice. (laughs) Um, And I would say, like, ladies or women identifying people, women identifying folk or non-binary or however you identify yourself, if you're not, like, in a, like, strict binary hetero relationship, I think like now 2019 this era this time that we're living in is more than ever like open and brilliant and really nice to like just like explore and like find like your own love languages that aren't set by like society's like really standard and stupid and you know you know how I feel (laughs) (laughs) um uh you know status quo so I would say you know have fun and do what you have to do. And I, I would say personally for me, I won't be celebrating on that day, but I cannot wait to like have a nice little time for myself where um, I might actually go to a live show, oh. enjoy some dinner and have a bottle probably not by myself. No, I will. I'll take it home. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just going to say that I'm going to get myself a bottle of wine.
2: Yeah. And just, like, really enjoy my company. And, like, you know, long are the days where it had to be, you know, Prince Charming nonsense. And I really want to say I'm celebrating that. Yeah, because
1: I feel like before, well, I noticed this with myself when I was younger. I felt like I needed someone, you know, Mm -hmm. to give me that so-called perfect Valentine's. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, no, I don't need anyone. I'll give it to myself. I'll treat myself Mm -hmm. to, let's say, if I want a nice dinner or a movie or buy myself something. Mm -hmm. And there we go. I don't have to argue with anyone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah don't have to argue i don't even need to post it on the social means and i also want to like be there for friends i mean i'm a huge like i'm a huge merry christmas texter i know in the recent years people are like oh it's so annoying why are you texting me merry christmas if we haven't spoken in two years but like for my close close friends who like i said can have really intimate and strong bonds with, I want to like extend and reach out and say happy Valentine's Day to them as well, because I love y'all. I'm a lady friend.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, this feels so, so good. We Since
1: guys, we're on the topic the of Valentine's Day, I want to highlight local businesses. Nice. A lot of people might be tempted to buy, like, from 1-800-Flowers or any of those bigger corporations. Mm -hmm. So, please support local businesses. A lot of these bodegas and local, like, candy shops are family-owned. So, you're supporting a family as well.
2: Lovely. Yep.
1: What about you, Dom?
2: I want to highlight... Karen's, uh, like, sick of me by now. Like, every other day, Karen gets a text message or an Instagram DM from me, from Yelitsa. Like, Karen doesn't follow her, and Karen can't see for her own self. I don't care. I'm going to share it, because I think she's so, <laughs> so beautiful. I think she's, like, drop-dead gorgeous. And she has, like, the cutest persona online. And I'm, like, in love. <laughs>
1: I can dead. tell.
2: She's adorable. I love her. And I think she's um, brilliant. Um, I really think Roma was a great film. And I think it was great probably only because of her, to be honest. Um, I mean, uh, Alfonso Cuaron is also very talented. So, like, I'm not being shady there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think she's remarkable. And I just wanted to, like, give a little um, shout out. And send her some good vibes and some, hopefully, winning vibes. Yes. Yeah, she would be the first. Uh, I think it's Mixteco, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, or, like, Indigenous in general, like, even for the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, She'd be the first to win it. And, you know what, I have my own commentary about, like, how elitist this kind of, like, these kind of award programs are whatever and like how it's a hundred years it's about to be a hundred years old and yeah. it's still they're still first which is weird to me like Karen, Karen, there still hasn't been like an Afro-Latina director that's won
1: yeah that's what I was thinking the other day like we shouldn't be at the point where we're having the first
2: Yeah, it shouldn't the absolute, in a hundred years that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous but um still still i don't want to diminish like i have my own issues with the whole system but i still think it's really nice to commemorate and like not to diminish her accomplishments because she she's she's a knockout yeah in both looks and talent i'm i'm saying it i love her whatever <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute i just like i i'm i'm so inspired by her i just like i gonna write a short film just to like have her on set i love her
1: (laughs) we're sending her all the good vibes yes okay thank you for listening everyone and hope you have a great valentine's remember to treat yourself
2: bye bye this podcast was executive produced by karen almonte you can follow us on social media to keep up with your favorite bronx ladies from the bronx with love is part of anthology house media Swat so-